Hey, there's the man. Oh, I'm here. Guess who else is here? Hey, good afternoon. Martin? We have Martin Loop McCoy here. And I, of course, hello and welcome to Boyle Meets World. I am your host, as always, Andrew James Boyle, the first and only. And as everyone in attendance can also tell you, Rachel, am I funny? No. Martin F. McCoy, am I funny? Let me think about it. No. Okay. Jackson, am I funny? Am I a funny guy at all? Uh, no, nah, I don't think so. Never have been, never will be. But we have a great episode of Commissioner's Corner this evening while Mitch is working on getting this bow tie loosened so it fits around his neck. Um, a lot of shots fired across the bow this week in fantasy football. A lot of dissenting opinions about rankings, about the rules and regulations, and about the Tennessee Titans. Jackson, do you want to preface this Commissioner's Corner before we get into it? 4 That's all I got to say. Oh, you and me both. Someone someone had to work a little harder to get those four wins than the other team. The yeah, other. Mitch doesn't have any asterisks next to his name. I don't have any single asterisk next to mine. Well, if you look at the official YBFFL fantasy football Twitter page, I would have to disagree. Yeah, because you run it in your fake news. I'm not the only person that runs that page, so I can't comment on who might have posted the asterisk next to your four no record. Do you give Mitch access? Because I don't have access. You certainly do have access, but there's also people in this league that have access as well. Um, I don't think I have the password. Well, we've all seen the rankings. Some of us agree with them. Some of us are wrong because they don't agree with um, allowing everyone to have a vote here, but here at Boyle Meets World, we believe that everyone has a vote in the owner's poll. So Yeah, but in- some, some owners need to make educated choices. And sometimes you can see if an owner doesn't have an educated poll. I think that's very ignorant of you to say. Yeah, well, it's the truth. Do we want to take it from the bottom like we usually do? I know Mitch is new to the uh, Commissioner's Corner segment, but he's... He's still a friend of the show, and he's familiar with how we do things here. Mitch, would you like to read off the 10th and worst-rated team right now in the league? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, coming in 10th, we have the Hall of Fame coach from Lawrence Central, uh, the Lawrence Central Bears, BBB Boach Ball, otherwise known as Chandler Ball. Chandler finds himself as a, uh, as a basement dweller once again. He, uh, he's definitely gone from first to worst, and that doesn't look like that's changed anytime soon. Only team in the league that can't happen to find a win. Um, there's no asterisk next to his own four record. He has certainly earned those four losses this year. I will. I, the one thing about Chandler is I actually think he has a somewhat decent team, at least the past two weeks. He's put up decent points. He's... He faced what Nate this week. Nate had the was the high score this week, and in the previous week he lost to me, and I had a, another pretty good week. So I mean, I think Chandler will get a win by the end of the year. If that's the question we're going to ask ourselves, 
I'm going to stop right there and completely ignore what you're saying and saying I completely disagree. Mitch, how do you feel about Chandler's over-under of one win this year? I think he's going to – I think he's going to be sitting at two and twelve, two two and eleven. Wow! At the end of the year, that's bold. I think two and eleven sounds pretty reasonable, uh, and also pretty generous, if I have to say. I agree. <laughs> oh, so you agree with Mitch when Mitch says he's going to win a couple games? And when I, say I agree that two is very generous, is what I'm saying. I think Ch- Chandler will win a game. I um, I find I, it surprising. I think we can all agree on that. Yeah, I but I might have to disagree. I can agree to disagree, but also find a way to agree with you on that point. Is this how this entire show is going to be? <laughs> it, it very well could. Can we agree to disagree that agreeing to allow Chandler to draft Le'Veon Bell was a bad idea? I mean, drafting Le'Veon Bell is a bad idea. Um. Oh, you know what? See, I couldn't understand why he didn't have Derrick Henry in the starting lineup, but then I forgot that the Tennessee Titans are careless and don't care about the NFL protocol. So that would make sense why he didn't have Derrick Henry in the starting lineup last week. I mean, yeah, that makes sense. So having Deshaun Watson and Derrick Henry back, he might give Shuttle a fight, but he's – does he have another tight end? Oh, he has Evan Ingram. You know – I'm going to go right now and completely switch what I was saying. I think Chandler gets a win this week against Shuttle. Oh. Oh. No. Shuttle three weeks in a row? I'm putting my hand down right now. BBB, Boach Ball gets his first win against Shuttle this week, and then Shuttle finds himself in the bottom three. That's a bold take. That's a bold take. goes from first to last. First to last, and he's just going to keep trending down. What says you, Waxen's World? Can you agree or disagree or both? Um, I'm not going to say Chandler's going to win this week, but I will think this is a good opportunity for Chandler to get his first W on the season. I'll leave it at that. So who gets their first win or loss first? Does Chandler get a win or does Mitch get a loss first? Mitch, who are you playing this week? Uh, let me look real He quick. plays I Love QAnon. No one. I don't know. You can't can't tell me that Nolan, who has Patrick Mahomes, who has Patrick Mahomes, but has put up a total of 114, 93, and, well, he did put up 149. But who beat him that day? I think you did. That's right. Consistent high high score in the league. So, uh, anybody that's scored under 100 points and you're putting him up against an undefeated team – Who's getting Christian Also has the least amount of points scored against him. So yeah, I have the best defense in the league. (laughs) Hey, what what wins? Best defense or best offense, Jackson? Meet me in the championship. Okay, whatever. What's a bummer is that the best defense in the league, which belongs to me, couldn't play last week because the Tennessee Titans failed to follow uh, NFL COVID nineteen protocol. But we'll get to that. (laughs) We will get to that. We will certainly talk about that. Before we get too off topic, can we agree to disagree to move on to uh, player number nine in the league? Let's move on. I'll give you the honor, Waxen. Um, who we got at number, number nine? Number nine, we have Stafford's Goons. 
No, you got to say that right. It's Stafford's goons because it's all caps. So don't mispronounce that. Sorry, name, sorry. I didn't see the all caps. Okay. Hey, is Shuttle going to join us tonight? I thought he said he's going to join us. Who, Shuttle? Yeah. Um, He might have said... What a cute date. Yeah. Shuttle might have just said no. Yeah, that's okay. I kept pushing the time back. That was on me. I, I fully accept the charges against me. And I can agree and disagree that it's my fault. Okay. So Okay, so we have Chris Break at number nine. Who again, another basement dweller. He is a not a very good fantasy football owner. I'm gonna go out and say it. Chris Brake, if you're out there, I will never forget the text message you sent me two weeks ago where you told me you weren't gonna lose the rest of the week or rest of the year, and then you proceeded to lose the next week. By by any stretch, a game that was very winnable. Let me take a look here. I I I'm pretty sure Chris Brake did something stupid. Chris Brake has only had, like, one high-scoring game, but then the rest have been, I think, under 120. Correct me if I'm wrong, Boyle. I think you're correct. I'm trying to find Stafford's goons. Is he even in the league? 136. Um, So he can't help Nick Chubb. Um, He's been riding the Michael Gallup train since I dropped Michael Gallup. Um, Let's see. I mean, he just doesn't have a very good team after Josh Allen. Let's just Josh Allen's putting them up pretty good points every week, though. I mean, Josh Allen, but good. after Josh Allen, and the fact that he runs Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt in the same starting lineup is yeah, kind of questionable. I mean, they're running back by committee. Um, I mean, in his and defense, go. Cleveland is averaging over two hundred yards on the ground. In his defense, they've played teams that have terrible defenses, too. That's also true, but that should help them out. Man, that Cincinnati defense, look out. That Redskins defense after Chase Young ripped his dick in half, man, that Dallas defense. Yeah, so, I mean, he should be having high scores out of that game. I think he'll have one more high score from Kareem Hunt coming up this week. He's going against another flatlining defense, but then they run into the Steelers the next week. Who they play this week? The Indiana Colts. Colts are number one defense of the league. They're going to run into a flatlining rush defense, and then when they come to Pittsburgh, the wheels are going to fall off. The Colts is boiled. The Colts have the best defense in the league. Prove it. The statistics. Look at every statistical category. The Colts lead. Okay, let's look at tackles for loss. Let's look at sacks. If we look at point, let's if look we look at, at scoring defense, the Colts have the number one defense, and that's at the Who end of the day. That's the only you have Sam Darnold throwing more touchdown passes to the Colts than I mean, if they played a quarterback that's worth a shit. Nick Foles isn't that bad. How many red zone turnovers do they have? Because the Steelers have three. It doesn't matter. They can't get to the red zone. <laughs> I mean, the Steelers have played. Okay, I will give you credit. They well, Houston sucks. So out of I don't the three know teams Houston that sucks. they have played, they have played the New York Giants. Awful. They have played who? Let's don't ever use the word awful with me. Awful with the New York. We're not Giants? even gonna, don't. Did you use the word awful? Yes. Did you just say awful? We're not talking about awful until you address the fact that this New York Jets team would lose. To Ron Cully High School's football. Well, I'm not going to say that. I will say the New York Jets was bad, but I would say the Giants are almost 
The Giants are close. No. The Giants, they're close. No. It's not even a debate. The Giants. This the, New York Jets. Have you seen the Giants play football? Yes, I have. The Giants are not that good. The Giants just can't execute right now. They have the pieces to be a decent football team. There's not a single facet of the New York Jets that is. Yeah. The, well, the single has facet of the New York Jets is Sam Darnold. The single facet of the New York Giants is Saquon Barkley, and he's out for the year. Exactly. Yeah, so they don't Which, have a single facet of being a good team. The Jets have at least Sam Darnold. But when the Steelers played them, they had that facet, one of the best running backs in the league. And how did they treat him? Because they only Miami because Jackson? they had to stack the – if they put nine people in the box, Daniel Jones can't throw to anyone because their wide receivers suck. It's, it's, you easy, me, it's easy to stop a running back. Can you name me a single number jersey player on the Steelers that might have had more rushing yards than Saquon Barkley in week one in that game? I mean, I know Ben Roethlisberger had more rushing yards. Yes, he did. <laughs> Because Ben Roethlisberger is a mobile, one-of-a-kind prototype quarterback in this league that's made for mobile quarterbacks. Ben Roethlisberger had – did Ben Roethlisberger have more than 15 yards rushing that game? I think he had 17. I think he walked away without a torn ACL, too. Which, by any stretch, is a pretty good day. <laughs> I hope Chris Brake doesn't listen to this and expects us to have anything critical to say of him because we have not talked once about his terrible. No, stuff. we haven't. Let's just move on. To Number <laughs> perfect. Number eight, we have Nolan Inlow, aka I Love QAnon. Um, another interesting team. Um, Waxon, what are your thoughts on Nolan's team this year? And let it be known that Nolan put himself first in his own rankings, and he still found his way in eighth place. Um, well, he actually played a good week one and a week two, and then the past two weeks he sucked. I think he, I think I Nolan just he, hasn't paid attention. Yeah, I don't know if he is the worst team per se, but he's definitely by far the worst owner in the league yes. in terms of caring about setting his lineup. Yeah, I agree with that statement. Mitch, do you agree or disagree or both? I both. Nice. I both. Nice. I, I think Nolan's in this. Uh, you know, shout out to Nolan, though. He did join Strava. Yes, he Nothing did. Nothing to do with fantasy football, but he did join Strava. That's a heck of a move. He had a really good first run today. Was it? Oh, really? I didn't yeah, see oh, that. Yeah. Did you want to see? Here, I'll show I you. I need to see it. Yeah. But fantasy-wise, Nolan, I think, is just here for – the good time, you know? I, um, I mean, if you look at Nolan's bench, he is without a doubt the worst team in the league. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I think Nolan will find a way to win another game, and that will save him off from <laughs> a possible, um, punishment. What did he record that on? Nothing. Oh, his phone. I can see. I don't know. We're not talking about Nolan anymore. We're getting to the juicy stuff here that Waxen's going to disagree with. Number seven, based on the owner's poll, is Homeless Belichick's finally spelled right. Matt took four weeks, but he finally changed his name from Homeless Belichick's to Homeless Belichick's. He didn't need to. And he comes in at number seven this week after a pitiful, terrible showing. Couldn't even score 100 points last week. I will say, with Austin Eckler being out for at least a couple weeks, 
Yeah, but we understand that without any training camp and out any preseason, we understand that that's going to happen in this season. So we're not going to consider that at all in our rankings. So Austin Eckler getting hurt is his own fault, and we're not going to consider any outside um, elements that could have caused that. That's completely his fault and does not matter at all. So that's our So I, didn't, I did not take that into as much consideration as I think some of the other owners did because I look at it as at – as of after week four, not like a leading into week five rankings, but I will say Wiggles will can Wiggles will drop next week in my personal rankings. I will so, send to you. I I played Wiggles this last this past week, and he started Tyler Lockett, who the last three weeks before this week has had 17, 19, and forty points, and this week he had a whopping five solid game for and Tyler Lockett. I don't know why he started Kenyon Drake, but I think he was hurt with a chest injury or something. Oh, yeah. He went out of the entire game. He went out in, like, the first quarter after he got the wind knocked out of him, and he never returned. That's a tough player. That Kenyon Drake, man. Everything else has been about average, but he sat – He didn't play CeeDee Lamb for some unknown reason. He sat Keenan Allen, which is stupid. I don't know. Yeah. Again, not the worst team, but not a great owner. But Wiggles might find himself into the playoffs somehow. He always seems to somehow get, like, that sixth spot. Well, let's just say he traded away Zach Ertz for literally nothing, and now he has Austin Hooper, who has scored – I mean, last week against Dallas, he fell in the end zone. Other than that, he's gone three and five. Only player, well, I guess Jarvis Landry even threw a touchdown pass, but pretty much everyone found the end zone against for the Cleveland Browns against the Dallas Cowboys. That's true. You know, I don't know if anyone noticed this, but the Cowboys got hit with a hundred bomb this week. Was he? Were they on a roster? They were not on a roster. They were a team I looked at for a moment and considered picking up, but then I realized that they were playing the Browns and. As much as I hate to say it, the Browns have a little bit of something going on offense. If you would have picked up stay the, away from cl- if the Dallas Cowboys defense, Boyle, you might you might be in consideration for one of the worst three worst owners in the in the YBFFL. If you would have done that, I mean that would have been a much deserved call. But again, I definitely was never going to pick up the Cowboys against the Browns this week. Um, let's see. Number six, we have none other than your commissioner himself, Mr. Screwed Over, Mr. Firewater Jake. Huh. Generous. Mm. Not my rankings. That's Generous the least after a one and three start. Mitch, we appreciate your rankings being submitted today. Mitch's rankings were very helpful in deciding the overall outcome of the league rankings. Mitch didn't submit I rankings. Submitted it. We in just in my mind. Hey, newsflash, Seattle Sounders are beating, I think the Seattle Sounders is the WNBA name. Being the, I, thought was their, I thought they were the Storm. Seattle Storm. Seattle Superstars are beating the Las Vegas Golden Knights in the third quarter. If anybody cares about WNBA, I don't. it's Jackson. Let's, let's talk about what we've been wanting to talk about all night, Waxing. Yeah, Valley. sure. I... 
I might file a petition against my own league for the way I was treated this week. I mean, I don't think you really have anything to complain about. What was your complaint? To say that the Steelers were hosed is an understatement, and to say that I was hosed to just be left to my own devices and not helped at all by something that was completely out of the hands of the Pittsburgh Steelers and Clown Goodell handled terribly. I'm guessing Sarah didn't want to answer Mitch. No! I I think the league did a terrible job handling the situation. I think they did a worse job with ESPN fantasy football. I think I should have received some sort of reparations for the Titans' carelessness. I don't think you should have. I think I I remember stating very clearly that as far as I know, the Steelers have 16 points as their projected score this week. And then Seattle got me three. And it's very convenient that you beat me by 13 points, which would have been the exact total that I had well, asked no gar- for. Well, there's no guarantee that you're projected. If we played it all on projections, then I would win every single week because I'm always one of the highest projected teams each and every week. So we can't, we can't, play, yeah, but you can't play fantasy football based off projections you have to actually play the game now it's now it's not my fault that you saturated your team that's not how it works jackson talent you've trade you you traded your quarterback kyler murray for juju smith schuster at that very moment you started saturating your team put big ben in at starting quarterback you have you, you have Juju, you have Juju Smith-Schuster as your starting wide receiver, and you have the Dallas, year. you have the Steelers defense and the kicker. If you did not trade Tyler Murray, you would have kept your, you would have had your defense and kicker. That would have been only team, only people affected, and you probably would have beaten me this game. That's your own fault for making that trade. So you're telling me if Philip Rivers was putting up 45 points a game. Jonathan Taylor was putting up 25 points a game. T.Y. Hilton was putting up 35 points a game. The Steelers or the Colts defense was putting up 20, and their kicker was putting up 15. You would just say, oh, well, they're on the same team, so I can live without some of these high scores. I would not try to saturate my team to that extent because I know because if you have the biggest bye week, you know you don't know you don't know at any already point happened. of the season which you're going to need to win a game. You, as a fantasy football owner, you need to organize your team and get the best players as you can without oversaturating on the bye weeks. Tell me one time in NFL history that a game has been canceled by something that is completely out of the team's hands that was on account of complete carelessness on the well, other team. Well, I personally don't think the games. I personally don't think the games. I think the yeah. games should have been canceled. I think the Titans should have forfeited though. I yeah I will agree with you there, but I think the what, but I don't think they, I don't think with the new I with the information that they the had they at the have. present time, I don't think they could have knowingly played that game. I think they should have. I think you tell the Titans you have to show up if you have to get oil rig construction workers. Oilers. Well, no, see, exactly. I'm trying the to difference. Know. So the difference between the Titans Eddie and the Titans, Eddie George and Steve McNair should have laced up their cleats last Sunday. So the difference between the Tennessee Titans positive cases and the difference between the New England Patriots having just Cam Newton, uh, New Orleans had a fullback test positive. Um, Kansas City, Kansas City had a backup quarterback out test positive. One weekend together. The thing is, 
the Tennessee Titans had multiple people. So it was a legitimate outbreak. Yeah, but multiple people, meaning personnel. They had maybe two or three players that yeah, tested but the person, positive. Do the personnel the still show up to the game? Exactly. Tell everyone to stay at home that tested positive. Yeah, but you don't know. But you don't know if any of those other players that they have encountered at the practice facility would have been. Tested I would positive. rather every Steelers player have COVID nineteen for week five than me not be able to play them in fantasy in week. Well, four. then, yeah, because you'd be screwed. You well, the Steelers would have to forfeit the next following game, and then your players would just be screwed. Don't be biased. So be it, Jackson. You're not listening to the facts. <laughs> either way, you're getting screwed either way. If the, if the Titans played the Steelers last week, your Steelers would probably have some COVID cases, and they probably wouldn't – and that would affect you going into week six. Either way, I still put up 136 points with backups and scrubs. And I mean, there's still no guarantee that you would have beaten me with the Steelers, guys. I mean, Matt Stafford still put up 28 points. Ben Roethlisberger's average is not 28 points. Over 20% of my team accounted for five points. Julio <laughs> Jones is still hurt. If I have Ben Roethlisberger, who is leaps and bounds. But there's no guarantee that Matthew Stafford scored 28 points, Boyle. There's no guarantee that Big Ben scoring 28 points is still a pretty good game for Ben Roethlisberger. Big Ben puts up five touchdowns easily. No doubt about it. Tennessee Titans are a good team. I think you underestimate how good the Tennessee Titans actually are. They're 3-0, but look at their schedule. Yeah, they've won by a total of seven points. They still win. They're still still a win. Tennessee Titans have one of the better defenses in the league. That would have been a highly contested football game. If you want to look at a good team, go look at the AFC South and look at the bottom and look at the Texans. Well, the Texans suck because they've also played the three of the four best teams. And, well, they played Baltimore and they played Kansas City. So you're you're, Pittsburgh is probably a playoff team. They're probably just as good as what Tennessee. Probably. But you're saying that an 0-4 team is one of the best teams. Because they played the best teams. No, I think they played them very well. And so a zero and four team is pretty good. So a one and three team, specifically Firewater Jay. I think the Houston Texans Mm -hmm. suck. You're misconstruing my word. The Houston Texans suck. We're talking about a one and three team and the I'm just saying, boy. Who has put up on average 135 to 145 points a game? I'm just saying, Boyle is a Nolan Enlow not pl- not playing the Minnesota Vikings team from being 0 and 4 in this league. That's the that's the fact. If Nolan Enlow did not play yeah, defense but that's in Nolan week one, Firewater Jake would be 0 and 4. Yeah, but if the Tennessee Titans would have been careful, you would have been 0 and 4. You would have been 0 and 4 this week. I'd be 2 because and 2 you this probably, week. You probably would not have played. Uh, would you have played Terry McLaurin? I would have played both Terry McLaurin have. I think and you would have I Robert would... Woods. Robert Woods probably was projected more. No, points. Robert. Wo- I would have definitely played a Juju over I don't, Robert I see, Woods. You're playing in hypotheticals here now. Are we talking about if I would have the Steelers? See, I would have put. Well, it wouldn't even matter. All I would have had to do is play Chris Boswell. See, right, and the now, see, right now you're talking hypotheticals because you're saying. Oh, 
I could have played this. You can't do that in life and in sports in general. You can't play in a hypothetical situation. The, the no, way, you're the, the one being hypothetical. You're saying would you won and I am four and zero oh, and you are one and three. I'm just stating <laughs> that if the Steelers would not have been fucked over by COVID, you would I don't have think lost so. I don't. I don't think no we could say that about. with absolute certainty. I agree to disagree, but all I'm saying is I have had a lot of good you've had, weeks. You've had some good weeks. You, played, I will say you've had some bad luck, but you are one in three. And we suck for luck. But this week, I'm going to get back on the horse, beating the most overrated team in the league. And then week six, I'm going to get back on the horse and beat the second most overrated team in the league. So you're saying Nate's the most? Which so you're saying Nate's no! the most overrated team in the league, and then it's the second most? I think so. Okay. Yes. <laughs> I, have, I have held some of the top scoring teams below their average every single week. Let's see where that gets you this week. Let's see. Why the FFL? Who is the next <laughs> team? Number five, we have Team Warbeer, Connor Smith. Um, not much to say about Connor's team, to be honest. I mean, he's about... I think we wasted most of our time me talking about your team, Boyle. Yeah, we're half an hour in, and we've only talked about four teams. And most of like, I would say mine. probably the last 10, 15 minutes was on your team. <laughs> I don't really consider Will Fuller and Devontae Parker to be a wide receiver one and wide receiver two, but yet they are wide receiver one and wide receiver two on Connor's team. He is David Montgomery as his running back two, who's really not that great. Darius Slayton's in a struggling New York Giants offense. I don't know how he's I would expect to Connor to drop in the coming seasons. I would expect Boyle. I think, I think Connor's going to be Boyle, I will expect your team to – Increased back because I do think you have gotten. I think you've been playing people at their best in your first four yes. weeks. I don't think that trend is going to continue. So I originally had you at eight because I was looking just based off of after week four. Hey, where do these teams rank? I will say I you. That. I would expect you to rise. Well, I I'm glad that we can agree to agree. Mitch, you agree to agree or agree to get, disagree that over the course of the next couple of weeks, my team will improve because I've been playing a lot of teams at their best. Such as Chris Brake when he had Josh Allen and then what's his name, Matt, when he had Josh Allen and Tyler Lockett put up 40 points. I think that over the next, let's say, three weeks, I think you'll go With that loss being the Mitch. Exactly. We will see. Maybe I'll just take Mitch's team and hold him hostage and give him all COVID. Be, I will not be the first undefeated team to lose. I do a much better job at managing my team than Jackson. And just going off of standings from ESPN, who's now the number one projected team? Yeah, I don't understand that. I think yeah, you are, they- are you Mitch? Yeah, I am because I have the best. Yeah, because people don't because people just lay an egg against you. We'll we'll discuss. I I have an. It's all the mental attitude, Jackson. They can't. They they play terribly against me. I will also say that ESPN has Connor at number three, 
Mitch at number one, you at number two, and they have Nate at number nine. See, and I, Chandler at I think 10. ESPN does well with like the top tier. I don't think they do very well with like middle to. I think like I think they're pretty good at like listing who like the number one and two team is. After that, I think it gets a little hairy. ESPN trade assistant is recommending I trade Devin Singletary and Terry McLaurin to Wiggles for that's Kenyon a bad Drake. deal. So if you need to know. If you need to know whether or not this ESPN trade, can we just go on record and say that the final standing projections and the trade assists with Ivy and Watson are absolutely horrible, and ESPN needs to take yeah. that immediately. <laughs> Jackson, it's saying that I need to trade Marquise Brown, Hollywood Brown, and AJ Green to you for Cam Newton because I already have Aaron Rodgers as my quarterback, <laughs> and you want a guy with COVID on your team. <laughs> I need to trust this yes. guy. Yes. I'll trade you, Cam Newton, for that deal. ESPN thinks I need to trade Deontay Johnson, Devin Singletary, and Justin Jefferson to Connor for um, David Montgomery and Antonio Gibson. This seems fair. It's it's very drunk. Anyway, Connor's about middle of the pack team. I would expect him to drop, but he's two and two, so. We give him his due diligence here. Can I announce number four? Number Please four announce number four. Is, uh, my very own roommate, Tampa Brady's Nate Gonzalez. Wow. He's jumped a lot of the past uh, couple weeks. He told me today he's he's a fighter. He's 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 a fighter. He's, he's, you hear gone, that? he's gone into, he's gone into his locker room and he's told this guy, hey, we need to step it up. We haven't been playing very well. We need to improve our play. And, I mean, after this week he got – he was the he was the high scorer this week with 163. Um, it might have been the uh, – correct me if I'm wrong, Boyle, but that might be the lowest high score we've had this season. Um, no, week one, it was 162 okay. belonged to shut week, week one's usually, uh, you can't really take week one into too much consideration though, in my opinion, especially this season, because there was no preseason. Sure. I agree. Let's see. We had two 200 point scores in week two and week three. So yeah. Um, I think I feel like week five is the week that everything starts to shake out. I a think this bit week, get back I think the track. week five game between you and Nate will be very interesting, and that's going to decide the fate of both of your seasons. I think Boyle, if you lose to Nate this week, you might as well just. I don't think I think you'll be better than Chandler's team, regardless. Like I think Chandler will probably be the team facing punishment this year. But I think I think you'll need to uh, I think you'll need to focus on next year if you lose some weeks. I think I, I do I do agree with Jackson on that. If you well, Waxon's world has left due to technical difficulties, so we're going to continue without him. We're going to just go ahead and skip Nate. Um, we've talked enough about Nate. We're going to get into our top three. Number three is Nathan Shutley, aka Brady's Deflated Balls. Mitch, how do you feel about Shutley's team this year so far? You know, he was strong at the beginning. I'll give him that. I don't know. These past two weeks, his team hasn't impressed me. Just uh, just not having good weeks. I think that I, – I, I think his team will he'll pick it back up. I, th- I think he'll rebound from it. But he, he's got a chance to go 0-3 here. in the last 
three weeks. He who does he play this week? Remind think, me. Uh, Chandler. Oh yeah, well, I I put the hex on shuttle. I said yeah. he's gonna definitely lose yeah. this week. Yeah, he's got a chance too. I think that. Let's see. Uh, he he played Michael Thomas last week, who didn't even play, so that wasn't a great call. I don't call. know why he did that. You normally shuttles on top of everything, and shuttle is very sure to make sure that every single detail of yeah. this fantasy league is up to date. Yeah, I was I was sort of confused as to why he had them in there, and then now he has the New York Jets defense in against the Arizona Cardinals, which I don't... It's a great uh, plan. When he has the New England Patriots defense on his bench. It's a great plan. So I'm not, I'm not sure what, what he has going on there, but... He also played the Jets defense against Denver on a Thursday night, which anyone that watches the NFL will tell you that Thursday nights are the worst nights because yes. it's a short week, no rest. Oh, no. Hold on, we may have Waxen's World joining. There he is. Did your phone die? Did your anchor? What happened, Waxen? Um, I don't know what happened. Well, thank you. We are <laughs> in the middle of Shutley's uh, team. We're discussing why he would play Michael Thomas and why he would play the New York Jets on a short week of rest against Denver. Um. I don't know what he was thinking about playing the Jets defense. And with Michael Thomas, I think he just didn't update his roster. Yeah, I think that was the case. But you know more than anyone that Shuttle is always looking at all the rules and all of He's the players. He's always religious and... about his fantasy football Exactly. Team. He didn't draft the way he did just to leave Michael Thomas in his starting lineup this week. Well, he might have also got the I can't hear anything you're saying. I'll need you to speak up, young man. I don't know if uh, Shuttle got some bad intel on Michael Thomas's injury. I think Michael Thomas is supposed to play this next week. Yeah, he's projected to play. He's projected to have 17 points. And if he's in, you know he's going to put up at least 15 points. If he's in, that spells bad news for Alvin Kamara, I'm just saying. Yep. Real bad news for Alvin Kamara. And whoever has Alvin Kamara should probably sit him this week. Or trade him away. Or I just... Alpha Kamara is usually their red zone threat. Yeah. Unfortunately, this week they started handing off the ball to Latavius Murray, which, which is a good why. call. You want to be a running back by committee if you have a star. If I had to start anybody over Alvin Kamara, it'd be Latavius Murray. He had so much success in Minnesota and Oakland and Oakland and wherever he went to college. It's probably an SEC or a Big 12 school. I would say Oklahoma, I think. With a name like Latavius, he probably went to Oklahoma. I think he actually did go to Oklahoma. Yeah. See, Mitch knew. Yeah. He's just acting humble like he didn't. <laughs> okay, that's enough for Shuttle. Let's get to the number two team in the league, who many might say, many among us, but many not among us, would agree to disagree. Hey, fact check, Latavius Murray went to Central Florida. I told you it was either a Big 12 or an SEC school. I mean, they aren't an SEC school, but thanks for trying. But they told are you. a Big 12 school. Told you. So, yes, thanks. they are a Big 12 school. Told you. <laughs> <laughs> That's the Mick for you. Now, do we want to do a name check real quick on the number two rated team in the league? Um, so I think that the rankings came out too early 
And the rankings stated that the team name is Joe Burrow is my daddy. But this team is not Joe Burrow is my daddy. It's my daddy is Joe Burrow. So I would like to go on record that the owners committee and the ranking committee and the competition committee and the punishment committee and the YBFFL as a whole would like to issue a major apology to my daddy's Joe Burrow for getting his name wrong and putting it out and publishing it live to millions of subscribers and viewers everywhere. We apologize. We feel horrible. So much that we aren't even going to make you put a kicker in. We're just going to take the projection of the kicker that you have in your lineup, and that's going to be your score for kicker this well, week. Well, I think my ballsy move of the week is leaving my kicker out and seeing if I can still beat Nolan. <laughs> You're projected to beat him, but he also has Devontae Adams then. Yeah, yeah, it's going to be a good matchup. I, I'm, I, I'm struggling a bit without Christian McCaffrey, I'll tell you that. It's been, it's been a rough few weeks, but Aaron Jones, Aaron Rodgers, and... Everybody else, they're holding me tight. But you also have the best running back in the AFC after McCaffrey oh, yeah, I do in the have NFC. James Conner. I did forget about James. Exactly. Conner. So that's your bell cow. If you ask Mike, if you ask Mike Tomlin, that's the bell cow of the NFL. I will say the only thing I have to say about this is that if Boyle might be the unluckiest team in the league. Mm-hmm. I think Mitts might be the luckiest team in the league. Give yeah. me a reason why. No one scores any points against you. Yeah, exactly, because I have a good you've, defense. You've had, <laughs> you've had one week in which you've had 172 points. And, and what I scored this past week. Had, I think you're under 120 for every other week. No. How many points did you have last week? One, 121 in week one. 172 in week, in week two. Week okay. And then you were like. 119, 119 in week three, and then 151. So yeah. he would have beat everybody but me with the Steelers. Well, he wouldn't have beaten Nate. And here's a hypothetical situation. <laughs> well, let me tell you this. Right now, because you're so concerned about me beating everybody, I did a little research today. Yeah, he did. Because your ass is being proved wrong. Yeah, he so, did. Every week, I tallied what I would go if I played every other person besides the opponent that I played that week. So in week one, I would have went three and six. In week two, I would have went eight and one. Uh, week three, I would have went three and six. And then week four, I would have went seven and two for a total of 21 and 15 for a win percentage of five, eight, three. That's over 500. So he is at least two and two this year. So... You, my friend, as the number one team, are five and four, nine and zero, oh, seven and two, six and three for a total of twenty-seven and nine. That's seventy-five hundred, or no, not seventy-five hundred, but seven fifty. Okay, that's a lot better in my eyes. The closest person next to me is at five hundred, and it's shuttle. But however, if I'm so overrated, why do I have the second best record compared to everybody else? Why do I have the second best record? I'm just saying, I think you got a little lucky. I think that luck's a bit really good. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. All right. Like, I, don't, like, I don't think I'm going to go undefeated this year, but I don't think... Nobody's going to go undefeated. 
Nobody's gonna go undefeated. No. So, no. I don't know. I think your your team is far and above um, better than anybody else this year. However, I think usually the teams that do very well in the regular season don't always do well in the postseason. Keep that in mind, Waxen. Hey, remember my pay- favorite player, Peyton Manning, greatest regular season quarterback of all time. Jackson Naylor Cook, greatest regular season fantasy football yeah, player he of is. all time. Yeah, he is. Hey, Peyton Manning is the greatest quarterback of all time. You never and, forget that. Until right behind Big Ben, ben Until Big Ben wins his third Super Bowl this year and then passes Peyton in every single ranking. A, With one team. But it's going to happen this year. And he's loyal, unlike Peyton Manning, who demanded Jim Irsay get him out of Indy right away. There was a mutual agreement between Peyton Manning and Jim Irsay to leave. I think Indiana he was back. The opportunity to draft Andrew Luck. I think the state of Indiana forced Peyton Manning, but that's for another time. Mitch McCoy is undoubtedly with a 4-0 record, the number two in the team in the league. Waxon, how much time do you want to spend on yourself here? Because you're uh, the number one team. It's not a surprise you were last year. You won again this week. You're still number one. 4-0. I will say I'm actually kind of – I would say I'm the most concerned going into this next week because I'm facing Connor. He's got Dak Prescott and Ezekiel Elliott. Yeah. And they are playing the New York Giants. I'm actually kind of hoping – I'm actually kind of – I thought I'd never say this, but I'd rather have him play Lamar Jackson, who's playing the Cincinnati Bengals, than Dak Prescott playing the New York Giants. No, not with the way Dak Prescott has been playing this year. Yeah, I'm kind of hoping he doesn't listen to this this far end. He might, I don't know. But I'm kind of hoping he plays Lamar Jackson. Who do you play? Connor. I play Connor. This you is, might, this, yeah, is like, this is the tough week for you. This is a, like I also looked ahead in the schedule. I have no easy week. Like everyone, no one, no one has a legitimate like bye week, like of their players for the rest of my season. So I think there's still, I I think there's three games on my schedule that I'm pretty worried about. I'm not going to, so Connor and then two others that I'm not going to name right now. Um, Name them, name them, name them. I don't honestly have to look back at the schedule. Name them. Right now. Come on. I think, well, week 10, just because I have Tyree Kill and Amari Cooper on by that week, I play Shuttle. Uh oh. There, um, there goes that perfect season. Hey, remember when I had a perfect record two years ago and then lost in the first round to Connor? <laughs> I don't remember that at all. I do. I remember I threw that game, but we won't talk about why. Yeah, I don't think anyone ever had a perfect record. I had a perfect record going into the postseason two years ago. I don't know if that's the case. I think we need to start a petition to I get think, Michael Conti back in look, the league. I, need, I think we need to fact check that. We can, can you look back to the archives? I can see what I can do. We need to get a petition going getting Michael Conti back in the league. Yes, get Chris Brake out of here because he stinks. Not as much as Mitch thinks, though. Do you need any more time to talk about yourself, Waxen, or are we good to sign off here? Um, 
I think this is uh, I think this is the best commissioner's corner we've had. We need to get Nathan Shelley on to defend himself one of these weeks. He didn't have a leg to stand on this week. Neither did Chris Brake, but we're, we'd, we'd be happy to host him if he doesn't fall asleep or whatever he did tonight. But that's yeah. all for this evening. Rachel Dever, any Hi. parting shots before we let you go here? Um, I am the best at fantasy football of all time. Keep in mind, this is the person that had the third overall pick in a fantasy football draft. Not a, PP, or not a keeper league, just a regular draft, and took Tyreek Hill. And it's justified. Over. Anybody? Yeah, over Saquon Barkley. Exactly. I wouldn't draft him over Saquon Barkley, but he's a good pick. Yeah, you would. You would take Saquon Barkley this season. People were available. Christian McCaffrey and Patrick Mahomes. Patrick Mahomes was not. No, no, no. Before I knew he had a ACL, I would have. Yeah, but I'm saying that she was playing chess, not checkers, and she knew that Christian McCaffrey and Saquon Barkley. Both had weak hamstrings, were due for an injury this year. That's why she oh, took. Yeah. Okay. We consulted yeah. pre draft, yeah. and she told me those exact words so that she knew. Want me to be in your league next year. Exactly. She's going to take over for Nolan when he gets relegated. And then I'm going to win the Fat Man Mile. She's going to win the Fat Man Mile. It's already confirmed. Ooh, that's, that's, those are fight You could put that on the Smack Talk board of the website since we have a website now. <laughs> yes. All right, Waxen, we'll let you go. Um, thanks for being a part of this again. Um, sorry that your ranking system sucks, and I hope that we play again in the regular season so I can beat you fair and square. I don't think we do, but whatever. So COVID can't save you this time. All right. Peace. See ya.